Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Um Actually Comics for today, uh, September 20th? Correct. Does that sound right? That's correct. <sighs> Except for, I mean, it's the day before, but yes. Sure. Okay, yes. Uh, I mean... Sorry, I always break kayfabe. You are really ruining this for me. <laughs> and also, shh, you haven't been introduced yet. <laughs> um, and also... I'm you joined, asked me! I'm joined today by a person who I should not have been talking to, uh, Bob. Hello, Bob. <laughs> How's it going? It's me. Hi, I'm here. All right. Oh God, I'm so punchy. It's been such a long fucking week. Um, yeah. This has been this has been a brutal week for me, but uh, I have soldiered on f- for comic books. Admirably, <laughs> I'm here because comic books have promised a brighter future, a future <laughs> in which men and spiders can get along in radioactive ways that we could never have imagined before. Um, these like are not it. not your daddy's comic books. No, no, your daddy would never pay five ninety nine for a comic <laughs> <Jesus> book. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> oh my God, no! My daddy would have a heart attack looking at the price of comic books today. Uh, but let's forget about that. that. It used to cost a dime. <laughs> yep, that's what my dad would say because my dad was born in nineteen thirty. Uh, my dad was born in nineteen thirty nine, so he would have Youngin. similar similar thoughts. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so let's go through this. There's a massive stack of comics, so Ooh. we're not going to say too much about stuff. We're just going to kind of plow through. I promise to say no more than one sentence about any comic, and most comics say to, to say no sentence. So you are lying. But uh, <laughs> uh, Alpha <laughs> Flight is a comic book. It is, and that's pretty much what we need to say about that. Uh, Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. Um, it's still pretty good. It was first, so I read it and forgot it already because there's so many comics. That was a run-on sentence. That is fair. Uh, I I can believe that. Uh, I did not read this comic this week, but damn, that is a great cover, Madam Satan. I flipped through it. She's <laughs> in the public domain, so people are excited about this comic book. Uh, I loved this comic. Um, I loved Uncanny Avengers. Oh. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I'm really enjoying the story. Mm. Uh, I know that this isn't your cup of tea, but it is mine. And I, I thought I thought this was great. I thought Deadpool was good in it. I, I mean, I <laughs> I love I love the fact that uh, Deadpool has been basically uh, they have they've kind of fixed Deadpool in this comic. I think yes. in a way where it's it's basically he's no longer just some dumbass. He's he's actually thinking and doing things, you know, that make sense. I, I think it's it's interesting that he can communicate in a way that I can't. You know, just yeah. Now. Uh, I I so I I can I've allowed I'm allowing myself to respond to oh, things okay. that you say, and that is that he does uh, fill a role that he previously doesn't uh, fill in his own dorky comics, and it's 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 good. This was an enjoyable comic book for, for me to read. <laughs> <laughs> he's is good comic for me to read. Uh, my first week in the United States, I enjoy comic book. Uh, I enjoy movie uh, from uh, television program. My last is Bob Bark Takamas. Uh, these are all these are all things I enjoy in my stay in America. Uh, anyway, uh, Sean's new book, The White Knight Presents, Generation Joker, is, this is the out. Final issue. This is the final. I, I keep saying Sean, but really, it's uh, it's Katana. It's Thank you, Katana Collins. I, and, I anticipated your and failure. Clay McCor- <laughs> Listen, uh, and uh, it's it's funny when people have secret names. <laughs> yes, I'm on. I would be name. I would be very bad with uh, if I ever knew Superman. Um, on on Facebook this week, someone posted a panel by Marshall Rogers, but if uh, it autocorrected to Marshall Tigers, and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to change my name to Marshall Tigers. <laughs> That's some sort of militaristic tiger force. Yes. Uh, hopefully not the actual tiger force from Vietnam with the uh, the earring, the ear necklaces. No. Okay. Good. None of that. Uh, we got uh, world's finest Batman and Superman together. I like it. <laughs> you you know what? You're really you're really sticking to this bit, and I'm appreciating. There's so many comics. So many I could not comics. wrap my hand around the stack of. I took one copy of every comic it that is, came out, and I could not fit my hand around. No, it. no, no. It is it, it is insane. Actually, no, I could, but I barely could. Yeah, this is this is this is a big week, um, and this is big game, huh? That's that's a great transition. I did that's not right. Read it. Mark Millar and Pepe Larraz. Uh, 
uh, bringing back some of the characters that you know and love from all of your your favorite Mark Millar characters. <laughs> all like, of my favorites, like guy like, who kills and guy who swears and <laughs> lady who blows up things. Like uh, Jupiter's friends and yes, the super friends. <laughs> whoever else those The guys super are. friends of murder. Yes. Murder friends. Yes. Uh, you know what? I would totally buy Mark Millar's Murder Friends. You know what? This should have been called Mark Millar's Murder, <laughs> murder Friends. Friends. Mark Millar, if you're listening, we just Friends. named your next comic just for you. fixed the problem with this book. Murder Friends. Uh, I think that's an Evan Dorkin comic. Oh, wait, that's Murder Family. And, yes, House of Fun. Mm-hmm. So, Captain America, this is a new number one, and you have promised to not say too much, but I'm going to tell you, I think this book is phenomenal I, I thought it was good after uh some of the failure that uh was his story in that marvel comics 1000 it was nice to see him doing a good comic book story <laughs> in captain america him do good comic book him do good comic book it was good the color i didn't love the coloring in it but you know that's marvel that they all the they have the same person coloring all their comics yeah th- there were there were a couple of interesting coloring choices this week that i, I just thought that were a little off. over rendered like yeah, yeah. i think that no, it would... i agree i i can see what you mean yeah. i i got used to it but when it's a small gripe it is it's a small one because it it reminds me a little bit of origin do you remember the wolverine Origin yes. book yeah with it like has, that pencil shading yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it had it had a bit of that going on but Which it's I liked in that because it was the first time I'd ever seen it. But then bringing it back, it's kind of weird. But this is, as far as I'm concerned, this is the best Captain America solo comic that I've read in probably four years. It feels like it feels like a real Captain America comic, and yeah. it it also the one thing I will say is it, they'll have to watch out for is that it's very firmly rooted in the Marvel universe in a way that's like kind of like the people that grew up reading Marvel when they write like it'll be like you know the they all hang out yeah, and yeah. like and some of the things that are going on in some of these titles that they're going to they got to like Straczynski will just use whoever and not give a shit about what's happening in their comics. So there might be some continuity stuff, but like, do you care? I don't care. But I mean, we also don't, it's, I think that they're giving us uh, a, such a wide breadth of time through which this comic occurs that you kind of don't know when it is like fantastic four shows up. Correct. That's kind of the thing that's going on, and they're if they're having an adventure or whatever right now, it doesn't yeah. matter because and how they handle don't that. Know when this is, and it takes an afternoon, or actually, it takes what two minutes because they go into yeah. a different dimension where time moves differently. And yes, blah, 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 which is pretty clever. I like how they handled it. Uh, Catwoman. Number it's 57. good. There's a cool. Uh, there's a cool character reveal in this that I was like, "Ooh, cool!" If you're a DC person, you might want to peg this one on your uh, check it out at least. Nice on the check it out a meter. Uh, falling fairly low on my check it out a meter would be the Cult of Carnage Misery. I skipped it. I did not check it out. Don't care about it. I don't understand how there's so many fucking Carnage comics that come out. Like, they must I, be really popular, but I don't get it. They are not. I don't get it. 100% are not, but and why? I don't understand. Looking, if you look at the numbers of what sells, yeah. you, would, you would see that there's nothing working. And then, they, so Sony releases this movie, Let There Be Carnage, and it's like, yeah, everybody loves Carnage. People went, we don't care about Carnage flops terribly then marvel says aha we'll make them like carnage by releasing a new carnage comic every week and people go we don't care about it and it doesn't work yeah people cared about zeb wells and clayton crane period right it was wells crane that's it wells crane this one and this one is just like it's there's the Osborne family is just too fucked up now. Like you just gotta (laughs) like are a little on the fucked up put them on the back burner for a bit you know like yeah couple of years you know you do that with thor you can't do that with like norman osborne's wife nope. <laughs> no that's weird shit i don't know uh we have also this week we've got a new issue of cyborg where he joins the x-men and fights <laughs> the new iron man sentinels oh wait no that's a, a totally new character called nimrod wait nope sorry it's cyborg borg who is this it's, it's, I don't remember his name. He's like a football robot. It's like the dancing robot from the uh, the football titles. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It's just a new villain for Cyborg to fight. And uh, I like the Cyborg comic. Really? Is it good? Yeah, I think it's good. I think I read the first one and thought it was really boring. 
Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to like Cyborg, maybe it is boring for you. Like I have always wanted to like Cyborg. I've never enjoyed a solo Cyborg story. It's not as good as his DCU series, when like DCYOU, when they did that relaunch. Yeah. That was the best Cyborg comic that they've done. That was it's not really as good cool. as that, but I like it. I, I'm a Titans guy, though. I'm just like... But that's the thing though is like game. like I don't think I would like a like uh uh like a changeling comic. Like I don't think Oh, that, I would totally there's I sense. would totally read the shit out of a good changeling comic I, except I for he's know, beast man. boy. He's no longer changeling. Or beastling. Beast boy. Change boy. He's chin chin chain. Okay, so I don't what the hell just came what, out of my mouth. So <laughs> what if Okay, hold on. I'm going to pitch something to you. All right. I don't know what it is. Imagine a world. Okay. <laughs> okay. What if Dark Carnage, huh? Well, it's what if? Wait, wait, wait. What if? But what if Dark Carnage? What if? Here's the thing: is number one, your title sucks because like <laughs> it's what if dark, which is just when. Remember when DC did uh, what if? Or no, it was uh, else dark multiverse? Yes. Yeah, else yeah. worlds, and then they're like Marvel's like, well, hey, what if we? It's like sometimes what if is dark, and sometimes. It's like the watcher wearing a tutu doing goofball shit. It's you and don't need to call it dark or whatever. Just do what if Carnage was whatever the fuck he does in this, which I actually flipped through every page of this comic and could not begin to tell you what it's about. That was but way I mean, more than one sentence. But who cares? Because it's Carnage and he is already the darkest character. He's a mass murderer yeah. who is made out of alien blood. His <laughs> blood is made out of aliens and he murders people with giant sentient bio knives. He is already as dark as it yeah, gets. I, I, it, it is pointless to call something what if dark. It is. It's pointless. It's I mean, absolutely pointless. It's just well, what if. I mean, it's it's what if dark. Sure, but I mean, remember the what if where Phoenix blew up the entire fucking Earth? Like <laughs> that was dark. They didn't have to call it what if dark. Phoenix blows up the Earth. Okay, but then let me let me pose another question. Okay, what if Deadpool batter blood? <laughs> what if? Uh, what if Rob <laughs> Liefeld got someone talented, more talented than him, to ink him, and that's what what, what happened? <laughs> what if uh, Marvel lost the ability to use grammar properly? <laughs> uh, you would wind up with what if Dark Carnage and what if batter blood? Okay, but now we have this uh, Detective Comics. Yes, this is a what if. Detective Comics was super racist. Um, <laughs> is it? Is it super racist? I can only imagine. I mean, I feel like <laughs> it's probably difficult to turn to a book from the 30s on any page and not find something super offensive. I mean, there's a part where he slams a picture of two pigs on top of two criminals, and their heads stick out on the pigs' bodies, and then he punches them in the face. That is that is cruel to pigs. It's the first appearance of the penguin. Um, the one thing that I thought was notable about this comic book is there's a uh, which one was it? Uh, it's called Cliff Crosby, and the art in it is as good as anything that's coming out today. I mean, that is something that I it's kind of neat. It's kind of neat. Notice about these is the, the ridiculous quality. I mean, of many the of them sometimes. are drawn like adventure sure. serials of the nineteen sure, thirties, sure. and they look really bad. But this one, pretty good. No, it's it's all right. I, I picked it up even though it only had one Batman story in it. Not like last week when there was like that Batman number one that had three Batman stories or four or something like that. That's like the most Batman stories. Although this is Detective Comics and not Batman, so you don't get... So suck it. Yeah, you know. I don't know that I would have reprinted this one, but it's still cool to read it. Yeah, I get why. I mean, oh, yeah, it's Penguin. Everybody yeah. loves Penguin just like they love Carnage. <laughs> AKA nobody does. <laughs> I feel like, but I feel like the Riddler, uh, Penguin, and Carnage could all get on a boat together. Yeah, and all go hang out in the, in the island of misfit toys yeah. of villains that no one gives a island shit of dip about. Dipshit toys. <laughs> nobody buys it. Uh, yeah. But you know what they do buy? What they buy? Fish flies by Jeff Lemire. Do they? Uh, actually, yes, they did. Nice. They, this sold quite well. Cool. And for probably good reason. Yeah. Um, it's a chunk of comic. It is a chunk of comic, and it's also really interesting. Like, I like, I like when his art is appropriate, and this is probably as appropriate yes. as this art has ever been to a story. Yes. Like when you read this and you go on to, there's a section of this comic that occurs in a desolated like 
post-apocalyptic looking <laughs> town where it's just like it looks like there's nobody on the streets there's nobody anywhere it's like a, a, a fucking s-mart with a crooked sign and it just his art is so perfect for showing something like that yeah. it's just it's very anything lonely yeah. looks good <laughs> he's a sad little boy let's face it jeff lemire you know what if you need a hug come on by we'll give you a hug uh ronin book two did not read it did not either gargoyles book dark ages did not read it oh uh, sorry you know what you did read i did you read this i liked it too uh, I, d- I don't i think it has like a backup story in it that i was like why does this have a backup story in it maybe i'm misremembering that but there's a part in here where john stewart just gets to be a badass green lantern he basically he doesn't have a ring anymore he just has like the power is inside him uh which is fine (laughs) so his ring was just dumbo's feather yeah the only complaint i have okay it's just one story um but the only complaint i have with it is that there's a new green lantern in it who is not guy gardner but who looks exactly like guy gardner and i'm like why you have uh you could have made him look his name is guy gardner it's he looks exactly like guy gardner and maybe i don't know i don't understand why but maybe there's a reason for it but if i were designing a new cool green lantern to hang out with john stewart it might not be one who looks exactly like another green lantern so you're super confused every time he appears i gotta say uh this i'm sure it is probably fine and enjoyable but it does play on one of the things that i dislike about the john stewart character more than anything i i'm always like okay he's a he's an architect Mm -hmm. and he's a soldier yes and everybody always just does the soldier shit well this one doesn't this one does is the architecture really yeah he oh, makes like I'm a fucking at... hellboy hand that has all these movable parts and shit oh like, okay i take yeah. it back because i'm looking at this I, I have not read it so all i'm looking at is the fact that it's got literally his stripes from the military in the green lantern uniform or on the oh yeah and he's holding a, a minigun so i kind of assumed this was going the military yeah he military doesn't unit. he doesn't have a gatling gun in the comic itself good. uh he just there he has like a really good uh moment where basically the the premise of it uh whatever is that the green lantern guardians are gone or something and the united planets which exists in the present now has taken over the green lanterns and then they send this green lantern to him they're like you have a green lantern ring and you're not allowed because we're the green lanterns now and he's like actually it's fucking in me and he just kicks the shit out of the fucking guy and it's pretty great that's pretty great i mean i i do love john stewart like he is yeah I, I'm I'm a weird one. I'm a Kyle Rayner and yeah. John Stewart. Those are my two guys. Yeah, as Kyle far Rayner's as the good. as far as the Green Lanterns, those are my two faves. Yeah. Um, Grim. It's good. It's good. Hades. Mm. It's played by James Woods. Oh, sorry, it's canceled. <laughs> we have canceled Hades. I'm sorry. Uh, Videodrome still uncanceled. Oh, that's good. That's because Debbie Harry's in it. Yep. She's she she uncanceled him. Uh, for that one particular thing. Yes. And uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, this was Black a tough call. To, there were so many books for me this week. I had to put some stuff back on the shelf. I would normally have gotten this. It's, there is some fine art. In there this. is. Uh, I flipped it, but I didn't so, read it. Well, the middle one is by the that Texas Blood artist, which yep. I have now kind of started getting into. And then Junibar uh, does a story that is gorgeous and then the first story was really cool too gail simone did wrote it and so uh, david baldeon anyway whatever that's Woodo. way more than one sentence uh-huh. uh here's a weird one we got uh we got hot girl i like hot girl i don't but know why why is the court I, of owls in this particular it's not the court of owls it's just an owl themed villain that oh. she fights um i think I mean, the the title of the story is In the Claws of the Court of Owls, so that uh, seems weird that it's... <laughs> Maybe it is them. The oh, f- yeah, no, they're on the cover. Huh. It doesn't... What the oh. hell is this? It's just weird. It's like an actual owl. It's like a man owl, and so I thought it was just... A... And his name was Mowl. <laughs> yeah, they should have called him Mowl, I guess. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a... Cor- I guess Batman is in it. All right. Well, I just I obviously I just flipped through it. But uh but I like the 
I like oh. how her I like how her buddy is looking more and more like uh, the main character from Saga. I just I th- why I'm trying to think of with that character and it's like I I, I like the kind of starfireness yeah, uh, ish sure. of that character, but the, why an alien would develop a weird headband that that grows out of its ears because like what use does it have it like holds your what hair back. evolutionary use it, it holds your hair back evolutionarily okay is that what it is yep okay here's one that i literally don't remember ordering i might be hallucinating this may not exist it's a book called Hexagon Bridge. I've never seen it before in my life. I don't remember putting it it's out It's an today. image. It's an image number I, one. I am so oh, you confused. Don't oh. I'm like, this doesn't ring any bells There was at a all. preview of it in a comic that I bought because I definitely had read part of it before. And I was like, is this a reprint? And then I was like, no, it's just I read a preview of it. Yeah, it looks like uh, it's probably- Maybe it was in it was, Sacrificers or maybe it was in the free comic book day or something. Maybe. I think it might have been. Um, but it looks like- a reprint of something foreign. it's definitely foreign it's definitely like european graphic novel because f- it's size shrunk. yeah it's like it's got like huge white yeah. space at the bottom and top like any reprinted american reprinted european comic oh you're not does. wrong the art in this guardians book is awesome oh it's really good yeah that was another one that was tough to to leave him, uh, behind i really like the art was the name of the artist lins alex lins yeah. Yeah, really. There's cool. two comics from this artist this week and uh yeah, I just I had I had to make sacrifices, but I really like the art. Very good. The Guardians of the Galaxy. I like that uh one of uh, that the writer one of the writers names is Jackson Lanzig, which mm. sounds like Danzig. Uh, Lanning and Danzig wrote yeah. a comic together or they, they they write together. They've they they are a writing partner team. They yes. were the ones that did that last Captain America thing where it was like National Treasure nice and um they i think are an effective writing team and it's hit or miss for me as far as their storylines but um i like this kind of space western theme of guardians i'm not buying it but i think it's admirable and fun and yeah the art was good in the main series but this series is also like just this one issue has fan i just love the art i don't know why i really dig it i read the first one and thought it was great but i I'm it's Kev probably. Walker is normally the artist who's got like that kind of like mainstream meets Mignola kind of uh, yeah. style that I dig, but I don't know. There's something about this Linz, Alex Linz that I just like, it hits all the Bob, Bob triggers. <laughs> Bob What's it called? The glimmer. We learned that <laughs> the opposite of a trigger is a glimmer. Oh, really? Yeah. I learned that this week. And so it's like something that brings you positive feelings. Like, like for me, that would be the movie Glimmer Man starring <laughs> Steven Seagal and uh, one or, of the guys from In Living Color, who I or, can't remember which one. Oh, was it oh, Keenan Ivory Wayans? Perhaps. One it, of them. It's it, probably a Wayans. For you, it also would be the music of the Glimmer Twins. <laughs> yes. Is that uh, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry? Now, who are the Glimmer Twins? I believe those were the Toxic Twins you're thinking. The toxic of. Twins? That's, who are the Glimmer Twins? Uh, I, I know the Glamour Boys uh, would be I'm Living a, Color. I'm Googling it. Uh, In Hell We Fight is a comic book that came out this week. True. So is Junior Baker, the Righteous Faker. People keep letting Joe Casey make comic books. I know. Yeah. Here's another nonsensical comic that Joe Casey has written, and this time it has even harder to decipher what? art. I don't. I it, Joe Casey is a guy that I've never understood. Yeah. I don't get it. Even I when he works with somebody it. like like the last thing, and this is going back. This is like I think like '90s. Like the last thing I read from Joe Casey that I liked. Other no, sorry. There's two. Um, that Code Flash character. Okay. Do just do that. Yeah. Uh, the guy with the barcode on his face yep. and that looks like the question otherwise, yeah, yeah. like which was clearly just like a failed question pitch that he just turned into something else. That was cool. And then he did a thing called Annual that had like two good stories in it. Hmm. Um, one was like a romance novel guy like travels a guy from a romance novel travels into the future and gets uh some like punk rock chick gets him addicted to heroin. It's like pretty funny. Had really that good is, art by Nathan Fox. Fun. <laughs> Nothing's more fun than heroin addiction. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is based on a 
comic that did terribly. This is like a yeah, follow right? up to uh, Butcher Baker, Butcher righteous, ba- the righteous, righteous Maker, Maker, and this is which nobody cared about. And a sequel for some reason. And Image Comic is just like, yeah, sure, sure, we'll do anything. We're failing as a company. I, Why not put out a bunch of failing comics? But Joe Casey, and he's part of that really successful yeah, uh, sure. production company uh, that does cartoons. Uh, um, that's right. Men He's, of Action or Man yeah. of Action. It's like Joe Kelly and uh, Steve Siegel. And they're like, listen, people. you did Ben 10. Well, you can yeah. do no wrong. Yeah, yeah. He's just got it. Which is in. not true. That, as we've seen from everything from Action Lab, that is not true. You can do tons and tons of wrong. Uh, Kea is out, which is oh, obviously it. beautiful and love wonderful. it, love it, love it. This is the final issue of book two, so oh. that means there'll be a trade out soon, and um, it's great. Kea is great. I love it. And speaking of really great, how about you talk about Tyler Crooks, Lonesome oh, Hunter? I'm going to be right back. Okay, Tristan will be right back. So I'm going to break my rule of talking for only one sentence by telling you that. Oh, I have to look at the camera too because it's on. Hello. Um, the uh, the 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 Lonesome Hunters is a comic book about sort of about werewolves and sort of about magic and swords and things of that nature. But it's Tyler Crook and it's gorgeous. And the final panel of this comic book is easily panel of the uh, of the week. It's the oh coolest fucking God, thing. It's so, it's, it's so fucking cool. I love this comic. It's great. It is great. How did I do? Oh, now I want one too. Can you I take a great. break to get I one mean, of those? Sure. Here, I'll put it on. There we go. We'll do <laughs> All that, right. and then you can right go back. over there. Uh, now it's on me while I'm drinking this delightful bubbly orange cream uh, fake soda. Mm. ASMR, or the opposite thereof. Um, okay, Loki is out. Man, you sure can make a weird noise when you open a soda. That is a talent. Wait, I did? <laughs> what was weird about it? Just a real total freak, Bob. I... I just opened it. It's it's your soda, man. You bought it. Oh crap! It's also in it's also in frame in the in the picture in picture. Wait, it is. I just soda. oh no, your no, soda. No, mine was. I'm lowering myself a little bit. Uh, you're lowering yourself just to be here. To be honest, <laughs> hey, uh, Loki is a comic book where he fights bullseye. <laughs> just okay. This is a real Godzilla versus Bambi situation here. Well, there's You're this... literally talking about a fucking god and a dude who shoots people or throws stuff good. Well, Bullseye does this thing where he finds a book that has magic pages yes. and then he like makes paper airplanes out of the magic book pages and then uses them to like do things that I was like he's beating people with paper airplanes, but I guess it makes sense in the story. Sure. Anyway, whatever. The truth hurts, especially when wielded by Bullseye. Here we have issue two of The Madness. Did not read. Mm-hmm. It was the first one was cool. I liked it. Nice. Uh, Monarch is out. The book That's, that nobody reads, but also is drawn by that same artist from Guardians of the Galaxy, Alex Linz. That's the yes. other one by that same artist. Uh, yeah, the the art is wonderful in this book. Uh, I cannot, I can't follow Jesus it to Christ. save my life. The Glimmer Twins is Jagger Richards. Gross. Sorry. You love the real music of the Rolling Stones is what I meant to say. Oh, you're a monster. How dare you accuse me of that? <laughs> um, Money Shot. It's a comic about doing it. Uh, yeah, it sure is. Uh, it's about a little bit more than that. Nope. No, it's there's only it's, about it's doing it. It's not just doing it. It's also feeling it. Uh, here is Touching Night, it. Nightwing. <laughs> it's a comic about doing it. Nightwing is cool. Nightwing. I don't know that Nightwing is a I need two stories in a single issue comic, but other than that, the first story was really interesting. I was like, how are they going to do a pirate story with Nightwing? They, they, it's, it, it's plausible and and it's fine. And the backup story is him cooking food with Cassandra Kane. and I'm like, does this really need to be a four ninety nine comic? Yes, it does. I guess. Uh, we've already found that uh, Superman oh. cooking food is. I mean, it. Superman cooking food is a good. Superman eating eating ramen eating is food. is the best comic book yeah. out there. So this is pretty good. It's a multi malt volume too. I saw there's multiple volumes of that. There's yeah, more. There's, comic. More, there's always more food for him to eat. Yeah. I mean, there's other planets full of food for him to eat. For God's sake, I mean, we're just talking about Japan right there. <laughs> he can not only can he go to other countries, he can go to other planets. I guess that's a, that's a genre of manga that's just uh, comics about people eating food. It's like a whole thing. 
Of course. Which you would know, but I don't because I'm ignorant of other cultures. I don't know shit about shit, dude. You know about manga. You buy it for the shelves. Dude, I just like, I just look at a computer screen and I go, (laughs) that title's funny. (laughs) And then I click buy. That's it. That's cool. You pretty much got it. It's just that easy. That's that's how it is to run a comic shop. You go, <laughs> that comic's dull. <delicate. laughs> that looks funny. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, it's really, you would be surprised at how close it is to that. Uh, I look at a comic like Panya, The Mummy's Curse, and I say, that's not going to sell very well. And so I only buy a couple of them. And guess what? I'm very correct about that. Yeah, I, I buy almost every Hellboy comic, and I am not buying Panya, The Mummy's Curse. Yeah, you know what? There's nothing more boring than a fucking mummy. Well, especially, <laughs> no like, I don't know. It's I get. It's like one of those things, too, where it's like he's clearly doing it for a specific reason, and there will be some comic, you know, a year from now that's like, oh, like, this happened in Ponya, the mummy's curse, and I'll be like, fuck, why didn't I buy that fucking comic? But no, like, you know why he's doing it. The thing is, is that even if I did buy it, I wouldn't yeah. remember it. No, if he's anything like me, the reason he's doing it is because he's like, oh, shit, I had a Frankenstein comic. Oh, here's the mummy comic. I'm going to slip that one in there. Oh, oh you think oh, he's just here's doing Jim the monsters? Bob, the werewolf something. And oh, then, man. oh, shit, check it out. We happen to have a comic three years from now that's a bunch of monsters hanging out together. Uh, and that is all goddamn worth it. So I will support him in this venture. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't pick up on that. And but speaking of ventures that I support people in. Venture Brothers. I support the venture of Predator versing Wolverines. <laughs> versing. Oh my god, I want him to verse all the Wolverines. Uh, I fucking love this comic. Yeah, it was fun. It was so good. Uh, I said it before. I mean, I legitimately, the second, the second that Marvel bought Fox, or that Disney bought Fox, and those characters were available, I was like, oh, Alien versus Predator versus X-Men. I was like, yeah. this is this is gonna happen. It's just it's a no brainer. I'd just do Brood versus Aliens. I mean Brood versus Aliens is also a no brainer that's gonna happen. But it's also going to be it's gonna be Wolverine versus Aliens, that's gonna be a thing. And I am I'm, I'm totally into all of this. I've gotta say, I was super impressed with the way that they did this story. It, it was, was it much was... smarter and more multi layered than I would have ever guessed yeah. that they would do. Yeah, uh, I like I like the legacy of the battle and how they established it happening from the early days of Wolverine yes, through that, to the, the Liefeldian present. Yes, I love that it I love that it happened when he was a kid. This is not a big spoiler, but this goes all the way back. He encounters them when he's young. He encounters them when he's in Weapon X. He encounters them all through his life. Yeah. And this is the last time. And we're introduced to him having gotten his ass handed to him by a predator. Yeah, he's got he like is, giant chunks missing. He's missing big old chunks. So it's yeah. a pretty amazing. It is a beefy ass comic. It's a big, it's a good read. It's big, it's pretty, and yeah. it's everything I wanted out of a... Wolverine fighting a predator comic. I mean, it's just awesome. It's yeah, really awesome. The Greg Land does the young Wolverine part, and then the I can't remember who does the moderns, but it's like kind of like a image era like style kind of. Ken Lashley. Ken Lashley. There you go. Uh, we have from the pages of Barbaric Queen of Swords. Hmm. I did pick this up, but it didn't make sense to me, so I didn't really read it. This is one that I hadn't really been getting. I don't know if I even had been getting it previously for the store. I just knew that Corinne did it, so I was like, oh shit, I gotta support Corinne, so I'm getting more of these. And I realized later, I don't need to support Corinne at all. She's getting gigs doing expensive variants for Marvel because they love her, like, her weird uh, Art Nouveau thing that she's doing with monster stuff. Cool. Uh, And... I found out that that was a a big deal and that like now she's going to be the next big thing with all these like variant covers. Oh, guess what? Oh, is she doing one of the Rad Wraith variant covers? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, she is. So, nice. uh, just saying. Anyway. Got in on the ground floor got there. Got in on the ground floor. Uh, rare Flavors. This was uh, Ram V and uh, Andrade, however you say it. Andrade, uh, oh, you got it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I man. It. It's the art's good. The story is interesting. Uh, it's not my cup, but it is definitely someone's, and it looks it looks good. It looks like I would say someone who liked that Leela Star yeah. Ram V series might like yeah, sure. also like this. Um, look good. Yep. 
Uh, this is uh, the Forged. Yep. By Greg Rucka. Uh, cool G Rucka. He don't drink a vodka. Um, yes, that's good stuff. Hey, we made it halfway through the stack. Woo! All right, let's let's take a pause. Let's just let's just <laughs> let's just breathe. Yeah, yeah, shake it out. All right. I'm gonna take a sip of this key lime juice mm. that I pulled out of the fridge. I got to tell you, these uh, these sodies, they're pretty good. Oh, I'm not a big fan of them, to be honest. Really? You're not a fan of the adding vanilla to a, an existing flavor to make it into creamsicle versions of itself? Yeah, Allie likes them. I'm a fan. I, uh, I, I, I like a... A straight flavor? Yeah, I like a tap water. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. You're just talking about the concept of... Of fizzy waters in general. Oh, I like the I like seltzer water. I usually would mix it with juice. I'm in general a more of a fan of Polar because they're a family owned company. They're kinda Oh, are they really? Better folks. Yeah. I mean not that I'm saying anything about the bubbly folks. I don't know nothing I, about them. I assume they were made by Michael Bublé. Uh, I believe they hired him to do some sort of <laughs> fucking commercial at some point, and it was obnoxious and poorly done. Yeah. Uh, if that is my friend Aaron that made that commercial, I do apologize. It's probably not your fault that it sucked. Um, anyway, uh, Red Ooh. Sonia, number three. I, I hear tell this series is good for fans of the Red Sonia. Uh, I do not like it very much <laughs> but that said i i but think you, that wait, if you are you seen the boobs though they're they're like boobs though yeah um i like this writer uh Gronbeck, um and i have i, I have like it on name. good i have it on good authority that if you're predisposed to enjoy a modern day red sonia comic that this is a good one to read and i trust i trust my friend daniel to to make that judgment nice um up next, we have a reprint of everybody's favorite boxy little robot made by Parker Brothers, Rom the Space Knight. Rom if you want to. <laughs> Rom around the world. Rom around the world. What I really enjoy about this is I have a leather jacket that I sewed a random, like, I'm not a huge Kiss fan or anything, but I found a vintage Kiss patch. Ooh. At, at a yard sale or something for a dollar and so I sewed it on my leather jacket with great difficulty uh, because I was dedicated to this endeavor for some reason and uh, and it is in this this issue that oh, <laughs> you nice. could buy it out of this issue of ROM I, was telling, I thought that was really funny I was telling you earlier and, and we'll tell the, the listeners that uh, one of the things I really enjoyed about this facsimile is how many times Batman appears in it I don't know why it strikes me like in a 70s comic I would never blink at it like but for some reason in this like modern IP world where you know Captain Marvel can't be called anything but Shazam because of lawsuits or whatever like seeing Batman digitally recolored in a Marvel comic is like just like an odd thing and there are many Batman is in it in advertisement form many times hmm. I think at least three times that is very strange like, oh, look it's Batman there was also like a weird rubber mask where it's like Batman mask but he has like a yellow Batman symbol on his forehead like is that really where you want to put the target Batman uh, Oh, Batman. Remember when they explained away the yellow oval by saying it was a target for criminals to shoot? It's like <laughs> they put it it's like why would you not put it somewhere non-lethal? I feel like that really <laughs> I feel like that really hangs a lantern on the uh, bright red Robin costume. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh uh, my god, dark Robin. I keep seeing this like I, I like I'm sorry. I don't I don't want to go to but like uh, my Microsoft work homepage that has a bunch of news stories and it's like because I only click on the comic book ones now it's just like all I get is comic book stuff and uh, I guess fan art imagines Robin in the new Batman oh. Pattinson and I'm just like Robin Dark is like the dumbest fucking thing it doesn't he's literally the it point no of sense. Robin is to not be dark it's yep. like we but made like, him dark. Like what if he was though? What if dark? Yeah, but like what if dark? <laughs> what if dark man? What if dark man? Oh, what if dark man? <laughs> oh man, what if dark? Who owns oh, dark man? God, I, Sam Raimi, I think, still owns uh, it outright. I think it's. I think cool. I think it's an independent property. I think Renaissance Pictures owns Dark Man. I hope so. The but dark I mean, man, who is Dark Man? Does Dark Man have his own Dark Man verse? Uh, the dark, the Dark Man verse. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. 
Uh, what does if it, does he live in the dark mansion? Oh man, what oh, if his? Oh, if he doesn't live in the dark mansion, he better. Uh, he but better. what if Dark Man? Hold, bear with me. What if Dark Man met Duck Man? Tragically, the creator of Duck Man is dead, so we'll never. Oh, know. we'll never know. What about Duck Man? What about Dark Man? Portland dark resident, wing duck. and creator creator of Duck Man. Oh, I believe. Yeah. I, never I, believe he, I believe he passed away recently, oh. uh, and he lived on Peaks. Oh, that's that's a bummer. Bo- I mean, it's a bummer that he had to live Did on the terrible Did he have family? Does know. no Let's one own out. Duckman anymore? Let's find out. I need we- to find Duckman comic books. There are some. I hate that if I ever met Jason Alexander, all I'd say was, <laughs> holy shit, it's Duckman. It's Man. fucking Duckman. <laughs> I would feel the same way if I met John Lovitz. I'd be like, the critic! It's the fucking critic! What the hell? Oh my god. Same. Uh, And uh, here we have Sega. Sega. Uh, The Sega of Swamp Man. What? Who cares? It's Saga. Oh, Saga. Oh, yeah. It's it's about a saga of some sort. Yes, it is. Savage Squad 6. It's about a squad of six savages. Yes, it is. This is about a scrappy little dog with a backpack. Yes, it is. This is about some sirens in the city, and the sirens in the city. <laughs> Hot <But> town, <laughs> sirens in the city. Uh, it's This is good. It's written by um, the same writer as uh, Moon Girl and also the uh, Fire and Ice comic that was so yep. good that came out recently. And also Carrie Randolph is the artist, and yep. the art's really good and the coloring's really good. The art is fu-fucking-nominal as it. far as I'm concerned. Top-notch. And also the Top guy- Top-notch comic book. Whoever this uh, whoever this kid on the com- on the cover dressed like LL Cool J is my new favorite person in the world. Nice. Uh, if I could be reincarnated as anyone, it would be LL Cool J. Um, something is killing the children. Something is killing them. What is Still? it? Still, geez, how many are left? I mean, I'm looking Unless at this cover, that... and this horse is looking mighty fucking suspicious. <laughs> of the of the bunch of them on this cover, I think it's that horse. This looks like this cover looks like someone painted like a bigger picture and then they just like zoomed in on a detail <laughs> of does. the picture. It sure does. I mean, I don't hate it, but Gunslinger Spawn. He looks like a member of the ICP. Sling. What if Gunslinger Spawn? Uh, it's a good question. Oh, what if What if Jack Kirby's Star Warrior, starring Adam Star in the Solar Legion, was a comic book? Yeah, this is an interesting one. Um, it's a it's one of it's these Tom Sioli digging a further hole for their popularity where they're like hey you know how we used to have popular books how about we just keep doing things that are so niche that we go completely underwater well I mean I think that there is a large audience for people who collect the work of Jack Kirby which is what this is it is all Jack Kirby artwork in it, it's and Tom Scioli artwork. No, it is not. It is Jack Retouched Kirby artwork. Well, no, remixed. So basically what they've done is they've taken the original Jack Kirby story and art and they have rearranged it and no. made it into a different comic book. So it's it's Kirby. It's golden age, 1940s Kirby. So it doesn't really look, it looks like it could be Scioli because it's yeah, so it proto Kirby. It it's like one of the first things that he ever developed on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, or perhaps it's a giant joke and, and it's just intended to look like that. But it, I think that's what it is. I mean, that that is what it was pitched as. Yeah, that's what it, that remixed it, in that's the, Yeah, that's what he does. And he does other stuff on Instagram where he remixes like panels from different comics into different shapes and forms and and i mean more power to you i guess uh but the the thing about this for me is it's like do that as a comic but don't charge ten dollars for it i just really think that like there's like no thought process into pricing comic books anymore it's just like once we went past 2.99 it was just like let's just charge fucking whatever eight dollars seven dollars twelve dollars like who fucking cares because you'll buy it if you're going to buy it, and if you're not going to buy it, we don't care. And I don't understand that. But whatever. This is interesting to me. The Star Warriors, Adam yeah. Star, whatever it is. I'll tell you. there's. But I ain't paying $10 for it. The Star Warriors that I care about 
all say beep boop. <laughs> There's a lot of beep boop in this fucking comic book. <laughs> a little bit too much for my taste. Oh my god, this it's is literally shit. Pages you of a, like you made a joke about this earlier, and I was like, how bad could it be? It can't just be like fucking droids going beep boop and floating through space for the entire comic. Yes, it can. Holy, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Yes, it and can. Also, I was like, okay, nobody. I mean. In the in a room full of, let's say it's only five people in editorial and art and whatever. How many of them, if you say D squad to them, D hyphen literally anything in modern <laughs> context, is no one gonna be like, you know, most people if they say D, they're talking about dicks. Well, and it says dark droids, <laughs> so for some reason having D R. Like K O I, like it just looked like it said Dink Squad to me, like also when I looked true. at it. But the thing that really gets me about it is like the weird lassie quality of it, where it's yes. like bleep bloop blop bleep bloop bloop, and it's like, oh, you say C three PO has become a bad guy because of a virus. Bloop bleep blop bloop bloop bloop. In in the best of circumstances, that's true. In the worst of circumstances, like we said, there's literally a droid who's going bleep bloop, and there's no one answering him, yeah. and there's no translation. Also, I like, what the fuck? Are I'll you posit doing? a question to the to the world of Star Wars and to the fans of Star Wars, and I understand that I shouldn't take it seriously in this way. Yeah, you should. But if we're positing a a a, a a culture that creates sophisticated and intelligent robotic life forms. Maybe they're not life forms, whatever. I don't know. Some of them can speak English or whatever language is spoken in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Some of them can speak hundreds of languages. Why would you make a robot that only says beep boop? Why would that be a thing? Why not just make a little chip that goes inside the bleep bloop so that it says, hey, this is a dangerous situation we're getting into, <laughs> instead of being like bleep bloop, and they're like, yeah, I know R2, that's the way it is, ha ha ha. Because it's I much more fun when he says bleep bloop. It's it is. I mean, in the, in, in the visual medium, it does work. It works. It's adorable. Um, um, but I will say anyway, that it's sorry. funny that there is one that is like completely boring and pointless. And then the other one that's up against it is the Bounty Hunters issue, which is General Grievous and, like, Cad, whatever his name is, the whatever the I did, I didn't face read, I didn't read this one. Ooh. And it's just awesome. It's just really fun, and it's, like, Star Warsy as hell, and it's all the it's all your Bounty Hunter friends. Love it. Ooh, you I got four LOM. Gotta love him. Um, but, yeah, I... Bounty hunters. I don't dark hate droids, bounty hunters. I yeah, I don't hate dark droids in general. No, I just I found it sort of infuriating to fun. read a comic where there were three oh, multiple pages of hundred percent dialogue. Hundred percent, especially considering it's a six dollar comic and they're charging you for pages and pages of beat bloop. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Strange Academy Dink Squad. Moon Knight featuring the Dink Squad. <laughs> uh. That is a comic that came out. Yes. It's fine. Hmm. Uh. Turtles. Stranger Things. There's, there's a really funny part where they insane. see Krang for the for the Stranger Things characters <laughs> see Krang for the first time. It's pretty funny. That's adorable. Yeah. They're uh, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I mean, but seriously. Yeah. Really, seriously, I like, mean, what the fuck is that? No, really, like, what the fuck is that? Uh, Stranger Things is out. That's the regular Stranger Things. We got yes. Superman the Chained. Yeah. That's a good comic. I The art is kind of wonky in this one, uh, but I like it. I like this current Superman run. The changed, nothing stays the same, chained. And you hit the ground running. Chained. Uh, this is Tenement, not the confusing movie, but the tie-in to Bone Orchard. Mm. Here is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Finally, Michelangelo is skateboarding. I do like the as cover. he needs to be all the time. That's a cool cover. It is a great cover. Uh, he should be skateboarding more in cover. He should absolutely be and skateboarding more. I do question how much air he can get on an ollie weighing probably 400 <laughs> pounds. But, you know, that's Do the fine. turtles weigh that much? I, I mean... It's. I think that in canon they're established to be less, like around two hundred pounds a piece, which I think is crazy. Because when you look at the size of them, they would have to be like four hundred pounds. Mm. You think of like what a sea turtle weighs. Like a regular sea turtle 
that's just kind of like looks about the I mean, size. The shell itself probably weighs yeah, like yeah, a fair yeah, amount. Yeah. yeah, it seems like they're they're really weighed down. Being but, even if it is only a half shell. Oh shit! I forgot that they're only on a half shell. <laughs> okay, no, you got you got me there. Uh, terror war. It's good. It's a terrible war. Time after time. Good. It's a good song by Cindy Lauper. Uh, but this one's called Time Before Time. I hate that that's song. Different. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I love that song. I do but not I mean, like it. I, I love it in a way that it makes me very sad. Um, Titans, number three. I like it. I'm a sucker for a Titans comic. Uh, yep. I'll tell you what I'm a sucker for. Yeah. Uncanny Spider-Man. This was one of my favorite books of this week. Yeah, it was a good one. I was... I mean, this coming hot on the heels of all of those uh, Sins of Sinister books where they're like, look, it's this funny thing and it's mashed up with this thing and this is a funny thing it's mashed up with this thing. Yeah. I was expecting this to suck on toast. Yeah. And it did not. It was actually multi-layered. It was a fun X-Men comic. It was a fun Spider-Man story. And it was a smart way to combine the villains of both stories together. Yes. In a way that was super interesting. It's a vulture story of all things, which yeah. I thought was cool. Um, th- there's just so much to it. I love him in it. I love this new cult of Spider-Man stands that they're talking about on these internet forums who are uh, like yeah. following Spider-Man everywhere. And they're like, wait, what are you? You're some sort of new spider thing. I can't yeah, wait. That's this is right. so exciting. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's great. This is definitely the f- the the only and first uh, comic post like fall of X, uh, which I've been just monumentally raging against for weeks that I was like, that's cool and it makes sense. Uh, yeah. Like it didn't make me f- seethe with rage. Uh, it actually <laughs> just made me think like that's that's cool. Yeah. It totally works. Yeah. I thought it was super fun. He doesn't. I, f- you, I'm the, super into it. Your point of him being called the Hellcrawler it's, as opposed to holy though, shit. Are you kidding? Which is from the comic, but for whatever reason, calling him Hellcrawler is a much more apt. He doesn't look spidery to me. No, he's got the tail, and I think it's the tail specifically and the pointy ears that make him seem not spidery. But um, you know, he's got a spider on his costume, so it's spidery on that level. But like, he's just—it's Nightcrawler with a Spider-Man costume on. But Hellcrawler, that's like that's a—they should have called it that. That is a great name. It's a great name. But I've got to say, if this is a—if this is a calculated move by Marvel. To uh, sell toys? No, I, I mean, sure, it probably is. But to a certain extent, I feel like it's a bigger move to soften the character of Nightcrawler, who is, at the best of times, a Spider-Man adjacent type character. He's very, he's, he uses a a light, airy, uh, happy-go-lucky, like swashbuckling, childlike. He's he's a very he's an interesting character, but he uses these qualities to mask a deep sadness and like a tragic childhood and all of these things. But uh, but he he can be just a fun character, like he was in Excalibur in the original Excalibur, and like even in the old X Men comics, he was like he was always a playful kind of sprightly childish character. The personalities character. of X Men always have had counterpoint point counterpoint kind of things if you go back to the original five you've got you know beast and ice man being like the goofballs yep. where cyclops being like the brooding like oh i'm so tortured and then like you have your your wolverine versus you know and then nightcrawler being the counterpoint or like you know the fun the characters like it's it's good to have characters that are fun and to remember that yeah. they're fun and not turn them into like murder beasts or whatever like so it's it was cool. I thought this was an enjoyable comic, and I really liked the 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 last page with the like person who's coming in. I was like, that's cool. I like yeah, that. it was, I it was, also it was good. I thought the uh, the explanation for his magic sword that comes out of hammer space. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, that is like the most clear and concise explanation for a really really convoluted story thing that I've ever seen. Like he just instantly, it was like one panel to explain to Spider-Man why he had a magic sword. And it was like, oh, that was more clear than that entire arc of comics. Was that the X of swords thing? Basically, yeah. When everybody got a sword. Pretty much. I see. Um, Death of the Venomverse. 
What's going to happen? Is the Phenom verse going to die? Yes. Why does everybody have a verse? I don't know. Uh, verse, death of the Venom chorus. Uh, how about Walking Dead? How about The Vigil? Those are comics. You yes. like Wild's End? I love Wild's End. This issue is my favorite of the series yet so Whoa, far. That's an adorable really little cover. It's great. It's great. Uh, we got uh, The Witcher, Wild yes. Animals. Witcher. Witcher. Uh, I don't. I don't have that particular uh, pretentious uh, pronunciation. I, I mean, I, I don't should. Either. I should it's foster it. Being dumb. Witcher. 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 <laughs> uh, we've got uh, another book that I loved this week with Wolverine in it and the Hulk. Wolverine number thirty-seven. Yeah. Holy shit! This That's is pretty good. Oh my god! Thank you for w- fixing w- Wolverine. W- I love Wolverine and I haven't been able to enjoy Wolverine for a while. And this is awesome. Yeah. Wolverine is another post fall of X one where it's just like, okay, like this is like the shit that they're doing with Kitty pride. It should be Wolverine. That's doing yeah, yeah. that shit. Like, and it's good. I like that. Benjamin Percy writer. He's good. Me too. And I think this, this, this felt like an annual to me. I, for some reason I thought it was an annual, but it isn't. It's just a regular issue of the series. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's definitely kicking off an arc of him murdering off all of his clones. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's super interesting. This this little this is just a one off meeting of the Hulk, but this story where instead of the Hulk fighting him, it's a little bit of a spoiler to say that they don't fight. Yeah. But it was very well handled, and it was a it really deflected. Yeah like a bunch of generic stories that have done the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I was like, I've never seen this story before. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, Wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It reminds reminds me a little bit of the kind of gray Hulk era when he was, when it was like Hulk was like meeting people again for the first time. Like I like the current take on the Hulk quite a bit. Me too. um, Yeah. No, it was good. I like long haired Hulk. Yeah. I like him hippie. I like hippie Hulk. Uh, Wonder Woman number one. A new era has begun for Wonder Woman. It a has. wonderful, a, a woman era. era. It's the art's very good. Uh, the story is okay. There's some real serious gaping plot holes in it. Um, yeah, there's, but there's it's, some overly it's a, serious shit in it too. Yeah, I mean it's it's Tom King. The last thing you know, Danger Street came out last week. And remember how much I was liking Danger Street. <laughs> yep. I fucking fell asleep reading that comic book. Like it was so fucking boring. He can write a boring ass fucking comic. This one is he more um can. you know, there's a there's a hook and a premise that's like, okay, this is the new status quo and it'll last for however long it lasts before it goes. But like there are some reasons why I think it's kind of stupid, but it was overall an enjoyable Wonder Woman comic. I think I'm gonna stick around for a couple issues on this and see where it goes. I do really like the art good yeah it's cool um i actually yeah i enjoyed this wonder woman comic a lot more than i thought i would uh x-men it's a contest of chaos between captain marvel and cyclops yeah it's like again this is a bambi versus godzilla fight that is yeah i don't understand this whole thing that is a (laughs) really yeah it's hulk versus howard the duck all over again (laughs) um this was good though. This is so good. Yeah. I think Dark X Men has been phenomenal so far. It feels like a X Men comic. It's it good. It's good. It's it has not just because it's maggot centric. No, no, it isn't at okay. all. But it's like the whoever's who's it. writing it. Who's writing Dark X Men? Uh, Fox. F O X. Oh, I don't know. Well, whoever it is There's is, is understands Shelf. like the team dynamic. Yes. Thing and it's like it's. I think because it's like sort of on the outliers of the overall X-Men diaspora of current times, it's like, it feels like a, like a team that has like, there's, there's gravity to it. And the fact it's that cool. I, like I thought it was really fun is like, it's a testament to how good it is. I don't understand why she has... doesn't put on some fucking clothes though. No, because she's a demon. Um, uh, but it also has my least favorite character in all of X-Men in it. And I'm still enjoying it. Is that? Uh, fucking Nightcrawler's fake dad. Oh, Asmodel as, or Asmodel as Rays. Whatever. I can't remember which one is the game as, company that I purchased most of my educational games through, and which one is the demon that was retconned to be Nightcrawler's dad when they decided that 
Azazel. Is it Azazel? That's what it Azazel. is. Azazel. Yeah. I hate him so much. I hate that storyline so much. It makes me so mad. Yeah. I know I've gone over this before, but it's like literally the point of the character is that he looks like a demon, but he's not a demon. He's a mutant, and his mutation made him look like a demon, and so he was persecuted as a demon, but he was really a holy person who wanted to be a priest great what a cool story uh, the only thing you could do to ruin it is make him into an actual demon but only a fucking asshole would do that Chuck, Chuck Austin Chuck Austin <laughs> fuck you Chuck Austin go back to porn he's still a better writer than Jerry Duggan <laughs> Jerry Duggan did some great Deadpool comics yeah. uh, but Cockjew was really fucking stupid yeah it is really dumb uh, anyway that's it. That's comic we books. We made it. We made it through. There How are so many, many trades too. But oh yeah, God, there's that Slaughterhouse Five graphic novel. It looks really cool. There's an Archie. Should probably mention that madness. at least that there is a there is a novel a graphic novel of Slaughterhouse Five that is out. It's gorgeous. It is really gorgeous, and it's really funny that it's coming right as I'm I'm rereading Slaughterhouse Five for the first time since high school. So. Oh wow! And, and you got looks like creepy archives. I got... I literally thought when I read that. The last time I read Slaughterhouse-Five, I thought it was a sci-fi book. <laughs> so that's how long ago I read it, is that I thought that it was meant to be taken literally, that he was actually abducted by aliens. So, uh, yeah, it's yeah. been a while. I was sure. not a particularly smart high school student. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I've never read it. Well, it's a metaphor for PTSD, and it's really fucking depressing. Mm, that's probably why. Uh, anyway, uh, but he's abducted by aliens that look like green woggly hands. Oh, that's why there was On a hand plungers. with an eyeball in it. Yep. Um, you should mention your event, though. I should. Oh, yeah. i uh, to you. That's true. We have uh, Jackie Kong, uh, director of Blood Diner and many other things, Night Patrol among them. Oh, my God. I love that movie, but boy, it does not fly anymore. (laughs) Watching that in a modern context, I'm like, oh, my, yo, yikes. Uh, anyway, different times, different times. I've never seen it. Uh, yes, but it is, uh, it has the unknown comic. It stars the unknown comic. Oh, wow. And was the first movie featuring Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, wow. It was actually the introduction of Andrew Dice Clay to the world was Night Patrol. But, uh, Jackie made Blood Diner, which was a, which was a totally bootleg unofficial follow up to, uh, Blood Feast using characters from Herschel Gordon Lewis's Blood Feast. Cool. And being so it's like it's the Return of the Living Dead to Night of the Living Dead of Blood Feast <laughs> to Blood Diner. It's a it's a funny, it's an intentionally funny movie that is gross and bloody and insane and just absolutely magical on all fronts. Um so she's going to be here October 29th to screen Blood Diner. If you haven't seen it, this will be the best way to see it is with a bunch of people who probably know every single line <laughs> and are going to be there to meet Jackie. But it's going to be 20 bucks, but it's going to be the best 20 bucks you ever spent. She'll nice. sign stuff for free. We're going to make a special. We're going to make it a, like we already have the the Tutman Cafe shirts. Yeah. Uh, here uh, we have the official Tutman Cafe shirts from Blood Diner. Uh, we're the only place doing officially licensed ones. And uh, we are also going to do some sort of special thing for this event. And also, uh, she will be here signing copies of her comics, Stay the Night, Spend the Night. And it's really cool. And, hey, maybe I designed the logo for issue two. Who knows? What? Oh, my goodness. Nice. Uh, But, uh, yeah, she'll be here, and it's going to be a blast. And she is a delight. We're going to do a signing earlier in the day here so that she can sign some comics then we're going to do a table there it'll be great it's going to be a whole thing it's always a party with Jackie she's a she's a wacky person she's a very Lloyd Kaufman-esque uh, character she's, excellent if you were here for the party that we threw with Lloyd it's probably going to be pretty similar <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe slightly less drunk than the party maybe uh, less face tattoos than what was going on there <laughs> Were you at the Lloyd Kaufman party? I was around. I don't know that I was there for all of it. I don't remember any face tattoos. I could not. I have never seen so many people with full face tattoos in one room together oh, as oh, the yeah. after party. I you meant with... people were giving out, oh, giving no, no, themselves no. face no, tattoos. No, no. We literally, like, there were at least 
30 people here with like big face tattoos in the store. And I was like, so that's the trauma. Like that's your, that's your trauma audience. I love it. (laughs) This is awesome. Uh, But that was a, was was that a Gino at Gino's? Was there a film at Gino's? So we did, there was, so covered in bees did the, Oh yeah. I, that was actually maybe two different things. Cause we did, there was one, there was a party for one of them. And then we played Gino's covered in bees. Cause we did the, the soundtrack, soundtrack. for, that's what I remember with, we like did the Kaufman. soundtrack for poultry Geist. And then we kind of had like a, a bash at Gino's and yeah. that was pretty fun. We did a screening at the Nick, then came back up to Gino's and did a show Nice. And yeah, that was super fun. And then we did, we had the other thing that was supposed to be the video for Return to Newcomb High, but there's an insane, <laughs> there was a total fuck up that because it's a little inside baseball, but uh, Lloyd's an older guy. And so Dropbox is not, maybe not his specialty. <laughs> so we had written a song specifically for the soundtrack yeah like it was about the movie it was return to newcomb i've seen you play it live and uh and we gave them this thing and he wound up with the wrong thing from the fucking dropbox (laughs) so on the soundtrack to return to newcomb high he took something from uh the what was it called we did a thing called uh covered in bees scores your movie and so we had a, a folder called Covered in Bees Scores Your Movie because we were just like giving out stuff to different movies. And this was like instrumental shit that we did that was just like background music. <laughs> and he took three of the background tracks and put those in. <laughs> I was like, this one literally is Return to Nuke Mine. And it's called. <laughs> yeah, <whatever. laughs> it's a good song, too. Whatever. I love the song, but uh, fuck it. It didn't get in. Special edition. Special edition. Anyway, uh, that's the story. And. Uh, and yeah, so come to this thing. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see you there. We'll talk about it more before it happens, too. Of course. Of course. There's plenty of time before that. It's a slightly before Halloween kind of event. It's going to be a blast. We're going to get some people in costume out front and do like, we're yes. going to do this. We're going to do it right this time. This is going to be like legit. Mm. It's going to be a fun event. Any uh, uh, any listeners who are new will know that Halloween is a time when things happen yes. around here. It is the only time that I care about doing anything. <laughs> Uh, so I have some so, plans in the work for my radio show too for the Halloween. Nice, excellent. Uh, so follow us at um actually comics. Follow us at Coast City Comics. Purchase things from CoastCityComics.com. It helps us make the podcast. It helps us make the other podcast. Helps us bring things like Blood Diner and doing all of the events that we do. Uh, it helps us out a lot because obviously we've never made a fucking dime off <laughs> an event that we've done ever, 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 ever. Um, and so actually shit, I'm lying. We made money off the Texas chainsaw massacre screening. Oh, that was 10 years ago. That was the first time we broke even or made more money than breaking even. We sold out the Texas chainsaw screening. If we sell, if we sell this one out, then I'll double eat my words, but I can almost guarantee we won't. So show up to it. It's going to be a blast. Nice. Um, and, uh, you can follow Bob at, uh, dollar ridge. Dollar ridge. Yes. Someone recognized my uh, when I uh, uh, they it, it, I bought some comics off someone online and they were like, "Oh, you're Dollar Binge? I follow that." That's I was awesome. Like, it was it was pretty cool. That's great. Fed my ego a little bit. I was like, "Yeah, I pe- love people that. know me." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Have yes. a good night. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.